0: 10, 9, ignition sequence starts. 6,
1: 5, 4, 3, 8, 2, 1, 0. Welcome to the Alien Probe Podcast. Elon Musk gave a timeline to production for the first time for the Tesla Optimus Project. A humanoid robot capable of doing general tasks. The CEO believes the company can bring the ambitions project excuse me, ambitious project to production as soon as next year. It's an ultra ambitious timeline even for him. I'm Doug, and joining me today is Doctor Bill. Hello. Doctor Bill. Doctor Bill. How's it yes. going, Bill? Hey, how are you doing? I don't know. We just talked for an hour. Should have just started the recording, but yeah, you know, we should have recorded out all the in, in, edit out all the inappropriate things.
0: We should have recorded for that hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Optimus humanoid robot—they don't even have anything in the the. Uh, I don't know what to call it, the announcement that they did with the original thing. They had a guy in a like a robot suit doing stuff. So it was, yeah. It's what... um, the
1: Tesla bot. I mean, there's speculation he's doing this to do something for his stock prices or whatever his, his stockholders. But I, he's just a crazy inventor. I mean, I don't think he, it's just a good stock prices are just a byproduct of his inventiveness. Yep.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You he um, just, everybody knows he just bought 10% of Twitter. And yeah, uh, did think, he really? Yeah, he bought 10% of Twitter. The stock went up like 25% after he did that. Well, I wish Twitter have called me. Twitter I wish have called me Oh, Oh, well, it would have been too late. I mean, he bought it and then it went up almost immediately. So, well, he should have told me before he bought it. And then that oh, he should have. have. He should have. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. So, well, next time he will probably. But it's, uh, what else has he done? The, did uh, you see the
1: specs on this thing? It's world world built by humans for humans. The uh, robot? He's friendly. It eliminates, da- eliminates dangerous, repetitive, boring tasks. <laughs> because that's we any job that you have has to be exciting. So its height is, did you see the specs on this thing? I haven't looked it's at the specs. It's
0: 5'8". It's a little bit short. It's 5'8". It, it
1: doesn't it's even exist yet. No, but these are the specs for when it's like, this is the model.
0: Well, yeah, but it's a, it's a, it, it's basically, it's a, it's a drawing. It's a blueprint. If even Yeah. It's a
1: t- no, well, this is what it's going to be when he, he he's going to have, he's going to do it in 20 by 23. It's, it's going to mm, happen.
0: No, he's not. Because um, yeah, well, he's, he always over, he always over promises. He, he, he always does real short deadlines. He always over promises, but in the end he usually delivers. And he, and it may not, if you saw the Las Vegas car tunnel stuff where they just have a car yeah. tunnel. Yeah, what happened with that? Uh, it's in existence, but it's just Teslas with drivers going, I don't know how long this tunnel is, and you just drive uh, back and forth. You get a ride from, you know, one point to another point in this tunnel underground in Teslas. Oh, oh how long is this thing? I don't know. It's a mile maybe. I don't know. It's not oh, that, it's, it's not. not, the cars aren't autonomously driven. Um now he said he just did he op- he just opened up the Gigafactory in Austin which is which is yeah. huge and they're going to start producing the Model Y there and they are going to start producing the Cybertruck next year there and what else did he say uh, the robot well and the Cybertruck is is late too, but we'll see. The Cybertruck, I like. But the uh, yeah. robot, the robot is just as far as I can tell. It's just there's no prototype. They don't even have an existing prototype. And I've seen this with a lot of companies. There's a. I just watched this video online. There's this guy called Thunderfoot, and he's talking about this company that's going to use. Um, got like these cranes or this robot tower. I gotta. I gotta do that. I'm getting getting choked up just thinking about this stuff. The uh, <laughs> They got these cranes or these robot towers that move blocks of cement around to store electricity. And this company has built like one crane uh, that can lift like five blocks and uh, it's a publicly traded company and it's worth $2 billion. And they don't, basically they don't, they had the initial idea, which they did a prototype with and it doesn't work. And uh. Now they're doing a, um, they have a secondary prototype and the guy that did the analysis of, of this company's business model, he's like, yeah, you know, this is, this is terrible. It's a terrible, terrible idea it, because it's the same thing. You can use water for uh, storage of energy and it's done, it's done, uh, by different countries in different places. And it's just like, so here's a company's worth $2 billion and, uh, has no product. And I can think of, uh, I know two, well, this is very common in biotech. I can think of two biotech companies. I don't know what their valuations are. One of them is probably close to a billion. The other one's probably higher. And uh, literally have no products. They have, well, one company I know is 800, 800 million. They have no products. Wow. They don't have anything. And they're publicly traded companies. Um, and it's like, what are you selling? Um, so... I, this is not. I thought there were param- parameters <laughs> to becoming
1: public, though. That's weird. Apparently not. They have nothing. Uh,
0: it's Apparently whether or not, not. the uh, people that put the IPO together can get people to buy. Uh, well, the, basically, it's I call it the the uh, the IPO scam, and I've seen this going on for years in Silicon Valley and especially in the biotech industry. Is you get a company that has a potential product, uh, they get a lot of hype. They get. Investors in up front, they do all the due diligence, and then they go with the IPO. And what happens with the IPO is, certain investors can can once the stock goes public can sell almost immediately. So when you see an IPO, it'll go way up, and then um, you know a week later it, it'll go way down. Well, those yeah. are the those are the initial investors that have the rights to sell immediately. So that what they do is the IPO peaks, they dump all their stock price goes down, they walk away with the cash. And the result is, um, this company, a company wow. with, um, you know, no product and, um, you know, but they do have a lot of cash apparently that they can, they can, uh, run for a while. I've seen this. I've seen this with many companies. You can, you can look at, it's not hard to go in and look at companies and see that they have no product. They don't pay dividends. Um, you know, and the only people that make money are the people early in and the, um, I guess, the CEOs who get the big paychecks. So,
1: Well, this thing's supposed to be when it's done in 10 years because it won't <clears> be done next year, I guess. So. Um, 5.8, it can carry... 45 pounds it weighs 125 it's trim it looks good um we'll dead lifts 150 pounds the Go- guy
0: in the guy in the robot suit look good
1: So yeah the guy in the robot suit looks pretty good yeah. yeah and uh speed is five miles an hour and its arm extend lift because uh, you want to break its arm off if you lift something too heavy is 10 pounds and uh, it should be, um, he says twenty three, but comments at the bottom, or people are like, yeah, this is like a ten year,
0: you know. He he's done this repeatedly. Know? I don't I don't doubt that they're going to have prototypes and we'll have see something interesting. I do, I mean, basically now it used to be you don't see a lot of true interpen- entrepreneurs in Silicon Valley anymore, and Musk is, he's in the mold of Steve Jobs, he's in the mold of um, Uh, Edwin Land, who did Polaroid, which is amazing chemistry, amazing photography, chemistry, and stuff. Uh, Who else is in the mold of? Uh, Maybe Thomas Edison. But uh, Musk is like the Musk is it for innovative silicone innovation, Silicon Valley innovation. Uh, Apple is still innovative. And they're hopefully and will continue to uh, follow the model established by. Steve Jobs, although I think the model's fraying at the edges a little bit with Apple, but they're still, they're still pushing the envelope. Other companies, I don't know. I haven't heard anything, anything exciting come out of Silicon Valley that you've, you've seen recently. Tesla's it as far as uh, our Elon Musk and his ideas is the only thing that's exciting.
1: Would you buy a Tesla?
0: Yes, I would buy a Tesla. I would like to buy a cyber truck. Oh, you want the Cybertruck? That thing looks weird. That's yeah, it does a weird look weird. Truck. The other, um, I guess, Ford's going to come out with an electric truck. Yeah, I think they already
1: have, don't they? Yeah, I, I think, think they it's have. Already out.
0: And then there's um, there's like no no motor
1: in the front. Well, the um, <laughs> it's like the Tesla's like
0: standing in the engine compartment. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you could use it as a trunk. The uh, Tesla, the motors are basically in the wheels. I mean, they're the motors What's are they're big. They're really, like this. Yeah. they're... But regenerating they're through braking,
1: yeah, you know. and
0: they're basically the wheel attaches to that's There's nothing to these cars, I mean, you have battery pack for the frame, and then the uh, wheels are just hooked up depending on you've got two or four motors. Um, the wheels are just hooked up to the directly to the motors, and then otherwise, it's just um, uh, you know, wire it all together. Well, the thing I've
1: heard about Tesla is they. They're great for warranty. I mean, if there's anything goes wrong, they'll take care of it. But after your warranty's up,
0: yeah, you're they screwed. don't know you. They
1: don't know. They don't know yeah. you, and you can't get in to get anything fixed because they're busy fixing other things under warranty. Yeah, I can believe <laughs> So that. you Can't get anything fixed. How, how so long? Is, how long's the warranty? I don't know how long it is, but it just they're selling them all the time. But if you go to CarMax, which we we've Had the opportunity to visit over the last couple months and uh there's a lot of them so i think people are buying them and maybe they're upgrading to another one or i don't know i i don't hear anybody hating them it's just that that's something i heard about them and yeah i don't need to get if i have a toyota or a honda or a ford i know that if it breaks i can take it somewhere and i just don't know that just anybody can work on teslas i think you have to take it to a dealer
0: it has to be authorized they a... lock they're, they're pretty much locked out. yeah um, yeah so you know yeah um, i think that's I a big i don't know. I, I don't think, I, I don't think i'm going to buy one i think that's a big issue yeah i'm um, i've driven a hybrid for a number of years i'm not really happy with it and you can't beat the reliability of a gas engine but then yeah. even on the newer cars they, they pack in so much electronics crap and smog crap on them i mean it just cuts down on the the reliability cuz you you got that much more to go wrong and yeah. i i can i remember my old truck i mean i had a 4 cylinder toyota truck with a with a uh, carburetor on it and nothing there's nothing to go wrong the only thing that went yeah. wrong on it was i think the water pump went out once And um, how many many miles did you put on that? Oh, I I I got sold it with 220. No, that's not, I thought you had more than that. That's It would probably get, it would probably, it would have gotten more. The engine was fine. Um, It just the, with the rust from Chicago and the, uh, on the body, it was just time to to get something new. And it'd been 20 years. I had that, I hung on a thing for 20 years. So it's just like, it's just time for something new, but it, uh, it would have lasted to three, probably, 250 at least. And this yeah. is a, with nothing, no clutch, um, front brake shoes. I think the water pump was replaced once. Other than that, nothing went wrong. Even in the Chicago and those horrible salt conditions and, and win- brutal winters, uh, the truck held together. And But the thing was so, the only smog device on it was a catalytic converter. And that went out in Chicago, had to have replaced that because of the stupid uh, smog stuff that doesn't do anything. It's cured the smog in California. I heard it's gone now.
1: Um, yeah, between that, and I think we should mention about the, you know, I do want to mention about the shooting and me going on record last yeah. week as because they thought it was a single shooter when they first came out because they're geniuses yeah. in, in the media.
0: In a single the media and A that. single shooter who was a right-wing white guy. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that was it the first. That, that, was the first that, that was the first. That was the first assumption. versus the assumption. <laughs> I so. feel triggered. Anyway, so yeah. um, they did come out, and I think we're up to six
1: shooters now, which was my. Um, I saw five. My did prediction. They, yeah, you nailed it. You nailed. Yeah, absolutely nailed I it. Nailed
0: it. You uh, nailed I it. nailed it. I'll probably get a call from the, the news
1: media.
0: News media. You'll get you get a thing know? like. How did you, you know know how did you know that? Well, I took the number of you? rounds, which was 150. <laughs> yeah, divided, and it divided it d- by 12. I divided by 12. There was a machine gun,
1: though. But there was? They, the- it went from 70 rounds to 100 rounds. And there was, they did report that there was one uh, machine automatic weapon in machine oh. gun style involved. Can you yeah. imagine?
0: Yeah, we've been going sort of off topic. I watched, uh, you can watch shooting videos on online, and there's a guy called Donut Operator. <laughs> sort of. A- And he did a breakdown of a shooting video in uh, some South American country that was an assassination, of you know drug drug thing, and uh, the guys that were coming in and doing the, um, you know the hit, and the other guys were armed too, but they came in. They were using machine pistols, and those things were terrifying because they just they just come in there and they just pull the trigger and it's just like. and then you know drop the mag and put a new mag in but yeah, yeah. it's um it's scary scary when you get up to yeah, uh, I, there's a reason that machine guns are regulated well this in this homeless woman dude, yeah that's uh, terrible she get
1: shot because she just sitting there just there you know, yeah it just happened to be there i mean like a lot of these people they were just having fun and then all of a sudden this gang
0: the insanity deal breaks
1: out this insanity yeah, and the his hip? I think it had a hip. I think it came out that it was a hip hop something or I yeah. don't know. We gotta get gotta um, get, pull their gats. Yeah, just like
0: Chicago. They pulled out their gats. Chicago. Yeah,
1: it just, it's exactly like Chicago. State I mean, Bet- this is no, just
0: modern day. Yeah, this is a Wednesday night. So in most cities now, um, like yeah. Chicago, De- Detroit, um, Chicago, Detroit, Chicago, uh, Detroit, New Orleans, uh, New Austin, York's get, Austin <laughs> New York's getting there. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore's big. Washington D.C. It's like a, it's a Wednesday night in a lot of these cities. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's uh, let's. So what have we been talking about? Well, we, should Uf- gonna, we should do gonna, Uf- UFO yeah, stuff. some UFO. We're going to do UFO stuff. Yeah, all right. Let's let's. Yeah,
1: that's that's the that's the uh, auto corner and the shooting corner. Yeah, done. Tesla corner. Tesla um, is let, Tesla is talk- important to talk about though. If you could dredge up the, they woke up burned or injured top CIA brain expert and ex-CIA officer reveal hundreds of military servicemen suffered brain damage or systems of the mysterious Havana syndrome and even death after encountering
0: UFOs. Death.
1: Did you get that one, that Daily Mail one?
0: Yeah, I saw that and they referenced an article and I actually pulled pulled this article. It was Uh, Clinical, Medical, Acute, and Subacute Field Effects on Human Dermal and Neurological Tissues. Um, by Christopher Green, MD, PhD, FAAFS Fellow, Neuroimaging Department of Diagnostic Radiology and Psychiatry and Behavioral Neuroscience at Wayne State University School of Medicine. And he's his... trying to tell us just stay away from UFOs, or <laughs> you're going to die. So he has. Um, I read you the title, and he doesn't talk about UFOs or anything here, but he has. Um. in his preface is to tension is to explicate the coupling mechanism for communication to human tissue possible in a context of traditional physics from exogenous sources with as yet unknown signal generating and focusing. That's a good psychobabble.
1: What's exogenous mean?
0: Uh, external. PhD. Oh, okay. Uh, the Yeah. Yeah. Can use they a, just you, say when, external. why use a why use a simple word when you can use a confusing word <laughs> no um, one will know what the hell it means? <laughs> the pilot project proposes propose does not require that coupled physics be explained only modeled. A proposal to analyze probable ET generated specific near field electromagnetic emissions. Hypothesis oh, he one. Says,
1: hmm. Green says he's dealt with hundreds of patients who were injured or died after interacting with UFOs. Does
0: uh, he not explain? It yeah, doesn't I say
1: that in that report.
0: Uh, I don't think so, and I don't. And he
1: says, I'm the go-to physician in the Department of Defense for unexplained morbidity and
0: mortality, he told the Daily Mail. Yeah, I think it's more of a light, um, light. So here's a here's an example. The uh, military uses a lot of equipment that puts out a lot of uh, our radio frequency radar emissions. Yes. And uh, when I was when I was when I was when I was in uh, in the military, uh, I worked in a missile battery. And we had you uh, had your your big radar dish, which you know spun around. It could track uh, target at a what was it, a hundred kilometers? And then you what had did, now is this now you can't is this one of those things that they warn
1: you not to get in front of this thing or it's going to hurt well, you? Well,
0: this is the this is the example the uh, the targeting radars, which are these smaller high powered the high powered ones. Uh, when I was. We were doing a training exercise once and I, you know, I am sit at my Grim van with my spare parts for the equipment and, you know, I sort of sit there and I can overlook the, uh, the, the, uh, the missile battery as it's laid out in front of me. And there was one day I was sitting there and one of the high powered radars, uh, usually they're pointing at the sky, dropped down, you know, sort of level to the ground. And started sweeping, oh. ar- sweeping across the uh, the battery. And it's funny; these guys that are working on the on the battery—there was four or five of them—were working around in the site. Saw this thing come down. They immediately started running like hell away from this thing. <laughs> as, <laughs> just <laughs> scanning across the thing. And, and yeah. the uh, And so one of the guys, I'm just watching this. I'm going, what the what the fuck is going on? And. Um, I get up because these guys are like running like hell. And then, I mean, like they're like running one way and then the thing's like scumming the other way. And then these guys are all running the other way. And I, I go up there, I go, what's going on? He goes, "Goes some idiots playing with the high power. <laughs> and so I, I, so I run into the control. I run over to the control thing. Well, the idiots and playing with the high power, or these couple of these, these couple of these captains. And, uh, I burst in there and, i 'm like what the fuck is going on and uh and they're like and they these the captains are like, and they're like I go you you're sweeping the you're sweeping the battery and uh and then I realized there were captains I'm like you need to you need to not do that and then I left um they, they were actually they were actually quickly yeah yeah they were were they a couple of these 12 year old captains yeah they, were, but I yeah, mean- they, yeah they were yeah yeah they were Th- these guys finding were, something fun to do, yeah. Uh, they were a little upset what at what the woods do, they were a little upset that, that uh, the way that I yelled at them, and uh, yeah, but that's the uh, the uh, first sergeant straightened him out, so surprising, not surprising. we had a great first sergeant. Uh, they got, they got upset, but he's like, He guys, what did he do? They're like, What did he do wrong? And it goes, Well, he yelled at us, he goes, Why did he yell at you? and he's like, Okay. <laughs> All right, all right. Why don't you just, um, you know, take take it easy or something? I don't know what he did, but but they yeah. uh, why don't you just not
1: point the dangerous thing down at yeah, people yeah. and hurt them. Yeah. They were they were like yeah.
0: we, they yelled at us. We need to. They yelled at us. You need to talk to him. And he's like, yeah. He's afterwards he's like he's like, don't worry about it. He goes, I talked to him. <laughs> not yeah. me. He talked to the captain. He goes, I talked to him. Yeah. Say, it's not an issue. Yeah. So, but yeah. But anyway, so I asked one of the other guys, I said, you know, because I wasn't aware that these high powers were, were that big a deal. And apparently in the unit, the, uh, in the battery, one of the sister batteries, um, a guy had actually got fairly fried by one of these high powers and it fucked him all up. So, so after that had happened, the, um, the, the, um people in these batteries were like very, very paranoid and very cautious when they'd see these things drop and start swipping around. Cause apparently this guy was working on something and one of the high powers ended up just sort of like being positioned at him and it basically cooked him. It didn't kill him, but he just, it yeah. just screwed him all up. Um, so anyway, so I think that most of the people that this guy deals with are probably people that have been exposed, accidentally exposed to high powered energies from this type of equipment and not necessarily from UFOs. And but one of the things in this in this paper that he has that was posted online uh, he says Hypothesis one sufficient evidence exists from human injury effects to reverse engineer certain aspects of the energy propulsion system. So he's his idea is to um, you know, analyze these injuries to determine the level of energies involved and, um, use that to, to deduce the, uh, sort of the type of equipment that was used to do this, which may or may not be a great idea. I don't know how, how this, how you could do this. I would have liked to have seen some sort of examples of how you would reverse engineer from radiation exposure, um, I don't know if you saw somebody that was exposed to radiation from a nuclear power plant or from a um, nuclear explosion or a guy that has been cooked by a high-powered radar, how you're actually going to uh, reverse engineer the equipment that did this other than just being able to define the energy. Well, I, you can get some information, but I don't think you can get a lot. But also in this, you know, I went through this, uh, he talks about the different types of injuries. He gives a couple different cases. Uh, These cases are not... um, No, yeah, it's funny. Um, There was some guy that thought he was being targeted by um, the Secret Service, uh, who's obviously had mental issues, but somehow he'd managed to achieve, through Freedom of Information Acts, a specific document that people were surprised existed uh, about this, these type of injuries. To obtain a document, he uh, doesn't really. Initiative. Well, let's go, let's is...
1: go through some statements made by Mr. Green. Yeah, do that. I'm, do that. Go you know, ahead. I'm the go-to. Okay, um, the morbidity thing. I I do look at injuries and mortality from unidentified UAPs. You know, he added a professor of Wayne State School of Medicine in Detroit um, was in 2010 commissioned to write the paper you're talking about, probably yep, $22 million dollar defense program paper. He described well, that symptoms. was that was
0: the ATIP program that uh, L- Elizondo was involved in. Yeah. Yeah. And he exactly. describes. He
1: symptoms.
0: Described, yeah.
1: Multiple sclerosis, brain damage, burns among patients from encounters, close encounters with third kind events. He said symptoms. Of many of the cases were similar to Havana Syndrome. You um, also said the many patients, ex- yeah, I don't either. Green said many of the patients experienced burns and brain damage. That around one in ten died within seven years of the reported encounter. Um, I mean, and it goes on and on. With I mean, it seems like this guy is involved in, you know, the situation with. People being close in close proximity to UAPs that are well, getting we,
0: sick. Well, we have seen examples with the um, that one, which is maybe a hoax or not a hoax, with the guy that was a scoutmaster that got um, exposed to yeah. him, to it, and he had like um, very light burning, very light sunburn yeah. type thing. I'm just going through this, yeah, of the, references. That was the, the Florida, yeah, that was the Florida. Florida, Florida thing, which uh, is one of those sightings where the witness isn't the best, or an encounter. I think that was a close encounter. I don't know what level it was, maybe a two or three. Um, that the witness wasn't good, but the evidence was interesting. So it's like, how do you... Um, How do you judge something like this? So, the thing is, is that he's got, he doesn't talk about it in his paper. And the cases he gives aren't, he gives very, I mean, this is very sort of lightweight stuff. But then this is the document that I I text you about. He's got Appendix 1, the Schüssel catalog of UFO-related human physiological effects um, was compiled. This is by MUFON by a past director John F Schuessler covering the time period from 1873 to 1994 I don't know what this guy Um. there the Sun thing the Sun reporting may come out with more information they've talked to this guy I think it's based on this this paper this page here was on uh, the sun article which is just it's just a u it's just a from mufon so uh, electromagnetic well i mean we're
1: we are it's almost like we're talking about two different things he's got the paper which mentions nothing about uaps ufos and and then you know, he's he's talking about
0: he's well it does it just it doesn't uh he says this is a hypothesis to back engineer of uh, spaceship engines from uh injuries but right. then they they reference these these different things, and he does have UFO stuff in the back and the type of type of contacts. But there's not any specific cases in here, and the only specific cases is just the the. Um,
1: well, he's the, not going to be able to talk about any specific cases. In any, not even in general. They redact everything. Now, well, he's we've got this whole article stating that he this is specifically from being. In close proximity to UAPs and UFOs, and then the paper, but they don't give specific, um, you know. They yeah, don't give any
0: I'm. Uh, like I don't know because. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's hard to say. Well, there's,
0: there's. I mean, he's talking about specific cases, so he's he's supposedly was mentioning specific military cases, like pilots or or stuff that were coming close to yeah. these things. Um. I am going to reserve my opinion on this. I mean, I can't uh, uh, I'm not uh, I'm not seeing a lot in this paper. Um, I uh,
1: Well, they've got S.A.P. reports, a disturbing UFO injury case investigated in 2021 by a couple of the program's offset managers. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were driving 50 miles north of Bend, Oregon, and they saw three blue orbs. And I don't really, um, they began losing in the days following. They began losing their hair and started losing sight and hearing. Blood tests over the next few years showed severe abnormalities because one of the orbs kind of flew through him. Yeah, I saw that. Is what they're yeah. stating. Well, there was Pilots a... who witnessed the famous Tic Tac white around the U.S. carrier around San Diego, they had physiological effects, which I didn't know. It doesn't make it fact, but there's re- they're well, I mean, if there's here,
0: so yeah, so we'll see. I mean, the the sun needs to. Re- re- they haven't released these documents, so they're. they're I'm not sure what they're going to do with them at this point. Um, they should have made a, um, a made them available for download for people to look at. So I don't I don't know what's going on with that. Um, this
1: well they're yeah. even saying the 2004 flying UFOs flying at incredible speeds without any means of propulsion near the Nimitz USS Nimitz yeah that was had biological what sequelae S E Q U E L A E and adverse psychological or medical effects. What the hell is sequelae?
0: I don't know. Yeah, Sequila. It's,
1: it's it's a sequelae. rash.
0: It's a rash. So you get rash if you get close mm-hmm. to these things, so be careful. Yeah. Um, burning, yeah, I mean damage um, skin damage. Damage to your skin. So yeah, um, I um I would like to see I would like to see more information on this. And um yeah. I mean and the,
1: more will come out in the future, yeah. I suppose. But I mean, in, embedded in this is they shoved in only one of 144 reports of UFOs or UAPs, as the government calls them, can be explained, while the others can barely be classified. Yeah, but we've been
0: we've been seeing that for that came out last year. And this is this is
1: they like I said they shoved this in from a prior article, so we're not yeah. going to go through all yeah. those. We've yeah, no, they're, they're, it they're
0: it's, those. it's, um, I'd like to see more specifics on the, um, yeah. on this stuff. So sort of as a, a related thing is that Chris, Chris Leto did, um, a video a couple days ago, and I should say it's, today's date is April 9th, 2022. Uh, he, um, was looking at the range foul reports for these encounters by these different, um, pilots off of the co- West Coast, East Coast, off of Virginia. And um, those were interesting because a lot of these pilots had seen unusual things. And they did the usual redacting thing where they redact the shapes. So you don't, they don't, why? Um, But he, um, I was reading a lot of these descriptions in the, um, so I went through and finished reading the Alfred Lading and the Great Flying Saucer Wave of 1947. And it just reminded me of some of these pilots' descriptions in the Fowler reports were like a lot of these pilot descriptions from 1947. It's like, I've never seen anything like it. It it moved in unusual ways and and this, that, and the other thing. So, um, yeah, something definitely going on. I'd like to see more information about uh, specific injuries. It's still didn't look at this earlier there might be something in here um but yeah i have a feeling that this uh, md at this university might be exaggerating his importance which would be a shock the green green guy the green mr green yeah yeah that guy. uh 70, Could be. 73 73 this is what i'm looking at right now is the ufo evidence Uh, published by NICAP in 1964 and they have a section on uh, special evidence electromagnetic effects radar cases physical and physiological effects and I should have looked at this earlier let's see if they what they talk about Um, anything here EM cases cases here represented which a distinct you plainly visible or object or light source at the same time place a definite electromagnetic effect on a car stalling was seen okay a lot of EM cases radar cases uh, what radar shows and this, this is radar let's see if they do physiological radar radar photographs Photographs, a lot of photographs. Lots of photographs. Nobody's ever taken a photograph of a UFO. Let's see in the physiological. Angel's hair, sound, physiological effects. Uh, Okay. And this is probably just, um, they're not saying a lot. Um... Physical, physiological effects, just different sightings. They're not giving specifics. Oh, yeah, they are. Uh, Paralysis. Physiological effects. This is from 1964 for encounters with UFOs. Intense heat. Paralysis. Prickling sensation, like electric shock. Paralysis, lost consciousness. Prickling, partial paralysis, paralysis. Electrical shock paralysis. Electrical shock paralysis. Skin burned. Eyes badly irritated. They talk about that in the paper where the uh, RF effects do... I don't remember the specifics, but they cause... um, Your eyes will get itchy because there's... um, uh, Damages to the cornea, I think. Uh, Yeah. Heat stung body. Paralysis. First and second degree burns of 10% of the body minor facial burns skin red eyes, swollen skin burns eye damage shock detailed in this they section. don't
1: they don't mention anything about how this happened they just figure what happened after the whatever event it was
0: this is uh I would say uh they do have one detailed they have eye damage shock emotional upset let me see if they got one this is 19. Eye damage shock emotional accept Madison Ohio was a French theorist not seeing the specifics I didn't look at this beforehand um, French sightings uh, Madison Ohio observed a brilliant glowing Mrs. a week later mrs. Lita Cohn of Madison Ohio observed a brilliant glowing object at close range. The physiological after-effects of her sighting were fairly serious. Between 1 and 2 a.m. in the morning of November 10th, Mrs. Kuhn had been having difficulty with an overheating stove in her kennel. It was dark night, snowing and windy, and she had to make several trips between her house and the kennel. Finally, after she was sure all was well in the kennel, she shut the door and stepped outside. Suddenly, she realized the sky was very bright. It had stopped snowing. I stepped away from the kennel, she told Nycap, and there in back, about sixty feet above ground, was a huge glowing object. It was phosphorus in color, base forty feet wide, nine to ten feet thick, dome like top. Top seemed brighter than bottom. I looked at the bottom over well. Exhaust like clouds were visible on the left side of the object. The top was brighter, I could look at the top, my eyes burned so I closed them. Orange sparks seemed to glow every time I closed my eyes. The brilliance is beyond description. She was getting radiated right there.
1: Sounds like it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, becoming frightened, Mrs. Kuhn fled the house. She looked out the window, and it was dark again. I went back outside, and it was gone. There was no noise, no odor. It was 1.55 a.m. She couldn't sleep. Uh, she, she decided to report it. My eyes were troubling me. A rash was driving me insane. And I hadn't slept since November 10th. And this started on uh, the 10th. I don't know how many days. A few days later. Uh, which I, as we it, the publicity was tough. Shocked by our experience. I was, surely wish the Air Force would call me. I've been wanting to tell them. I'm mad. All right, I feel duped and deceived. That's because she didn't like. She got hammered, I guess, by the publicity. Yeah. Uh, uh because although, she didn't con- Did
1: she contact the Air Force? Or yeah, she, just for she, a call? she she
0: she contacted <laughs> them and she asked for um, anonymity, which they're supposed to grant in these cases. Apparently, they didn't. Uh, they. That's fine. Uh, Ultraviolet radiation has been suggested as the cause at the point of her physiological effects. Doctors she consulted treated her for a variety of ailments which have not been present prior to the UFO sighting. Symptoms began to clear up until as her letter January 1955 her health was returning and she felt rather well. Psychological problems she appeared to be intelligent level-headed who was shocked and disturbed by the experience so immediate that it caused her to lose confidence in them, Oh, that's a shock. Um, okay. So yeah, this is actually, this is what I would like to see from, um, like this reports that just came out with this sun report and about this Dr. Green. I mean, that's a good case. Um, yeah, very specific physiological effects. Um, good documentation. So we'll see, hopefully they'll come out and a type of encounter would be interesting. Is it pilots? Um, most of the stuff that I've seen from this guy's paper are from; um, they seem to be through type of commercial, military type injuries. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, did you want to take a break? Do you need to take a break? Um, I don't. We're good. We do. Okay, let's keep going. Yeah. Um. Anything so, else? You got so, more? Um, you got more things?
1: Yeah, well, well. I mean, it's almost like we tried to. Well, we reverse engineered whatever we UFOs or UAPs we've gotten. And we tried to make something like they do. But we're using radiate, you know, nuclear, nuclear engines, nuclear engines, (laughs) nuclear engines, rather than I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. We're trying to do something, of course, while we're doing it, we're screwing, you know, not doing it well like we do and um or accidents know. you know where the thing loses control well, or whatever and then you know, you're frying people
0: well the problem the problem yeah. is that um research takes money and interest yeah so you have uh um i mean you want to you want to look you, we've seen many examples like in the the press and in the media is if you want to pursue something novel interesting or new, you have to, you have to get money and that becomes a lot of problems for a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of good ideas out there. There's a lot of good, um, areas of research to be pursued that are never paid, never get funded. Coming back to Elon Musk and, uh, Tesla, I mean, do you think that electric cars would be as far along as they were now if it wasn't for, for Elon Musk? We, no, no. I mean, well, be, they're
1: already, and then they already—they have their problems too. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, if it's, fix new, this, it's new. It's new tech. A couple people have died. A couple people have died because they're self-driving, but yet they make the tiniest of mistake and they go into a turnbuckle yeah. and get killed. Yeah, but, it, but I don't it's, know it's if I tech. would allow that thing to drive me.
0: It is, but this is what yeah. happens when you you develop any new technology, anything that's going to yeah. involve. A, you know, certain forces—it's going to um, people are going to die. I mean, my interest in research initially was uh, was gene therapy, and gene therapy was was huge in the nineteen nineties. And then a kid died in a clinical trial—a um, young young man whose disease was manageable—and he volunteered for a clinical trial, and he had a severe uh, autoimmune re- or immune reaction to the to the therapy, and it killed him. And that shut down gene therapy, clinical trials and research pretty much just killed the field. It's uh, And that was no. in the, in the no. 90s. No. Yeah, no.
1: Yes. You know, you can't make an omelet without breaking
0: a few Well, that's eggs. what I'm saying. Okay. You're talking about people dying in Teslas. <laughs> and it's the same thing. Anytime that you're going to do any technology that's pushing the edge. And I used to tell my students about the gene therapy stuff. I said, look, any of this stuff goes to to clinical trials. I will guarantee that the cutest, <laughs> youngest patient is going to die. I mean, that's 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 what's going to happen. Um, why? Why? Well, why that person? Why that patient? I don't know because whoever not? dies is going to turn out to be the cutest and the youngest, even if they aren't. Um, yeah. So it's just like, and it's because, it's it's going to happen. I mean, even with um, we're we have been facing like the covid covid vaccine covid vaccine um, it's a new vaccine some people and you're giving it to so many people some people are going to have a reaction to the vaccine and it's going to cause harm i mean that's guaranteed which is why it's there's you know there's no liability attached to it because is it all-
1: because we want the the cute people we care about and the people that aren't
0: cute we don't is it kind of like yes the cute people no one cares we about. don't care. yeah. well everybody anytime no. someone dies in a in an accidental like that they're going to they're going to talk about the person's their life and their characteristics and they're going to be they're going to look you're going to see the whole aspect of it they're going to look like they're going to be a wonderful person you know it could be a grandma it could be whoever it is and the death death is going to be tragic so that's basically what I'm saying is that anytime you you test out a new technology and somebody dies. The person that dies is going to be, you know, uh, you know a tragedy. Somebody's somebody's favorite child. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought it was rather like well,
1: I, I, the cute. Is it a publicity thing because the cute people? It doesn't cute, matter. Cute, okay. <laughs> yes, died. it could be. Yeah, it could be.
0: Oh, in this case, is it kind of like Bill? It, Bill?
1: Bill, Bill mm-hmm. Is it kind of like with with? animals that we don't care about. We don't want to hurt the ones that are really cool looking and we, we want to help them, but we don't give a shit about cows because they're ugly and we eat them. Cows Is it like
0: that? Cows aren't ugly. Cows are cute. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I don't know. If uh, people were doing uh, animal research on armadillos, I'm not sure people would really care. <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I you don't know. Arm- are, no Did I don't mean know armadillo? no I don't even know if you, if they're edible they're um, they're scary yeah. scary looking um, so yeah uh, anytime you're going to push any technology that's going to involve humans and the ability of death the, the, yeah, people are gonna get injured people are gonna die um, so yeah but it's and it will I mean the what's interesting is um, people have died with Tesla's Uh, But it hasn't stopped Tesla. So um, I think that's... And why... So, I mean, anytime... You always see certain situations. But like with this gene therapy thing, it shut the field down for 10 years. Uh, It destroyed people's reputations. And basically, there's a lot of diseases out there that uh, are very treatable with gene therapy. And we haven't seen um, these therapeutics developed us like because of this this one death and this one clinical trial so um yeah but tesla is uh i mean he's he's definitely he's cutting does cutting edge stuff what else do we have oh there was the um the two balls of light that were following the enterprise you saw that article i sent you
1: yeah the chase the Car-sized ones, that yeah. Ch- we're oh, chasing no. car-sized cha- balls of light. Yeah, that was, that isn't associated with any of the other ones we talked about. So something new. No,
0: that's brand new. And then apparently the um, the Marines on the sh- ship had um, backpacks that were RF. I think they were RF jammers that they were trying to to deploy against these things. They thought it would. They thought they were drones, and that the uh, radio frequency jammers would shut down the drones. They had no, because this is like a new anti-drone technology. They were trying to deploy it. it. didn't do anything.
1: Yeah, it's like you have a backpack with a couple of antennas sticking out of it. Let's see. There's pictures.
0: Well, I mean, You know, and then something. they've
1: got, you know. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, they can't, they seemingly can't get any kind of radar lock. I'm, I'm still surprised we don't try to, just, why are we messing around? Let's just shoot it. Let's
0: shoot just shoot it Shoot them down. Well, I
1: can't get radar lock. We'll just put enough ordnance up there. You can, you have a phalanx or something that's going to put it up. Yeah, lead in the air or whatever to take something out. You don't need to worry about radar lock.
0: Just send those and guys. Something. Send those guys from yeah, sh- mean, from Sacramento. Just load them up. Yeah, the Gats. The Gats. Gats. Pull their Gats.
1: They'll do it. They'll deal with it. Yeah, I, I'm still surprised. I mean, maybe they have shot them down, and they're just not saying. They're keeping them at Wright Patterson Air Force Base, yeah. and um, you know, <laughs> so I I'm still in awe that these things happen, and we don't just shoot and then scoop them out of the water with a pool yeah. net or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, the yeah, um, and then this loading report, which we're not going to talk about today. We'll do that next week. We'll finish it next week along with oh, flat okay. Earth, the flat Earth. Yes, video. Um, yes. You haven't watched it. I watched it. You have it. I um. So I have you, it. You should say something. I'll watch you, it. You should say something about uh an intro about the flat Earth video and and something. Just introduce it, and then I'll just talk a minute on it.
1: Yeah. Well, the Shelley Lewis flat Earth, um, the first installment of flat Earthers video. Um, we talked to, to Shelly Lewis on one of the episodes we interviewed her and it was an excellent interview as we spoke before and um she did it. it's a documentary I don't know how many episodes she's gonna have and this proves they, they they I'm sorry it doesn't prove it they go to and I don't know if this is it's just you watched it you will I mean, we'll talk you'll it watch it about we'll it. talk
0: about it so um the first yeah. episode of their I guess it's Flatlander series is on Vimeo. And it's you can buy it or rent it. It's $0.99 cents to rent it for 24 hours or $1.99 to buy it. Uh, I watched the first episode last night. I thought it was very good. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it right now. We'll talk about it next week once Doug's got a chance to look at it. And um, uh, it's it's worth watching. I recommend it. We'll talk about it again next week. Um, That's it. So stay tuned for next week. We'll do that. Uh, We'll finish loading. Well, let me me just, I'm going to ask one question about, Mm -hmm.
1: is it going to be one of those Skinwalker Ranch slash Oak Island mystery
0: kind of things, do you think? No, no. It'll be better? I I have some specific, I have specific critiques. I have, uh, I think they did a good job. Now I want to say, Good. I mean, I know you're not, right. I know you're not, uh, I don't believe that the earth is flat. Um, I do. Shelley's going to be
1: very disappointed. Well,
0: I, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> the way it is. I do believe that yeah. it's important to, for people to challenge ideas and they are challenging. I, I don't want to go into too much depth, I don't want to re- depth and I don't want to keep, you know, just repeating this stuff. They are st- challenging the standard paradigm. They have taken a decent approach, and um, it's worth discussing. Uh, that's, that's all I'm going to say. It's, it's, and sort of as an aside, there is, um, talking about challenging standard paradigms, there's a, a scientist who has passed away recently, a few years ago. All my favorite scientists have been dying because they're all old. A guy named uh, Gilbert Ling, and in the 1980s, he had an alternative hypothesis for how the physiology of the cell happened and in about 1980 and his career was basically destroyed because he had these ideas and I've I've read some of his earlier papers his 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 analysis and his experiments are very solid they're very good they're very compelling and it's been you know he his career was destroyed because he dared say something different from the standard paradigm of cellular physiology well you know it turns out here we are uh, what is it now 40 years later and uh, I just noticed that there was a company at uh, based out of MIT that is um, you know finally recognizing his ideas and is using that stuff to you know um, they're not I don't think they've gone public yet but they're basically, you know, they, they're touting it as, as new and fascinating stuff. But they're, they're using this as an idea for um, drug development. And this is ideas and stuff that this guy was was talking about 40 years ago. And his, his, his career was literally destroyed. It was like what you see today when people, when they talk against certain, you know, politics. Where they just go out and just destroy their lives. They did this to him. And uh, his work is, was very important for the development of um, um, MRI stuff and imaging, which they do with magnetic resonance. And it's just like, psych- so it happens. So I don't think they're right that the, the Earth is flat, but I do think it is important that if people challenge ideas to, you know, look at it and say, you know, this is good, this is bad. Um, and and I think they're yeah. they've taken a reasonable approach I think it's worth discussing, which we'll do and um people have to ask themselves is if you look um how do you know that the earth is is round so how do you know the earth is round you know i actually i I've, I've flown before you've flown before
1: um, so i mean yeah i mean yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I look up in the sky and it's circular. The sky the, is circular. The the, there's a
0: curvature. No, it's the curvature of the earth. It's so you've seen curved. the curvature of the earth <laughs> from from an airplane. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I mean, and these are points that we can we can raise, but they do a nice job. It's worth checking out. Um, and I think I will continue to check out their 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 episodes. Yeah, but they have an answer. They have an answer for. They have a.
1: They can answer any of this you make. If I said yeah, because I've seen fine. the curvature of the earth, That's, they would say whatever it is they would say to counter well, that. Which well, is fine. well, well yes, let's it look is
0: at, l- let's look at the thing next. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all, I, I agree. I don't think that the earth is flat, but let's look at, we'll look at her, their video. And next time we will talk about it and we will argue this point. So I will, you know, uh, I will argue both sides. Basically. Um, I think well, they, they've they they done a nice don't job. I think we went, they don't think we went to
1: the moon either. I mean, they're challenging a lot of things.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, Joe Rogan didn't think that. Yeah. Uh, we talked about that. I They didn't think Joe yeah. Rogan thought that for a long time. And I listened to his show, and, and it was like, holy crap. And then I went into my old, you know, my, I have all these NASA stuff. We're, we're big space fans. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I went into my books that I have on the moon landing and was like looking at the pictures and going, what are they talking about? And, you know, and it's like, no, you know, it's not, this is. This is a weird idea. I don't know where it came from. But Joe Rogan for a long time believed that we didn't land on the moon, and he turned it around. So it's just looking. Capric- yeah, you haven't seen Capricorn One. It's yeah, been, it's fake. That that was. <laughs> it's a great movie. Although it was uh, awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, OJ Simpson Brolin is awesome. OJ Simpson was in it. James Brolin. Uh, there's a James lot of good... Oh, uh-huh.
1: uh, God, there's somebody else was in the Oh, the other guy, the third astronaut, I can, I he know. was a
0: lesser-known actor. Yeah, great. I can great, picture him. Great movie, What's, which they don't make seem to have trouble making now. Uh, although The Martian was... We talked about The Martian. That was the last great sort of The space. Martian was awesome. The last great yeah. space movie. Uh, hopefully more the will be last made. last great. <laughs> the last as far yeah, as hopefully I tell. So um yeah, so next time we will do Flatlanders. We will finish we will finish the Alfred Letting. I went through it. It's not a lot, I'm maybe fifteen minutes on that, but there's some interesting things in there. And um, I think that's it for today. You got anything else? Okay. We didn't talk about nope, We didn't talk work. about we didn't we talk gotta... about a couple things, but Yeah. Oh well we'll hold them over. Yeah until the next time. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening
1: to the latest episode of the Alien Probe Podcast. We welcome com- comments, questions, or requests to alienprobepodcast at gmail.com. Visit us on Facebook. And check us out on our website, alienprobe.net. All of our episodes are there. Twitter at Alien Probe Pod, along with Instagram. YouTube. Check out the YouTube comment. Like. Check out our YouTube podcast and see our smiling faces. Thanks to our senior producer, Robert Anthony. He's been sending in material all week. Hopefully we're going to see him in a month or two. And uh, thank you, Dr. Bill,
0: once again. Excellent uh, episode. Yes. And uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe. And uh, that's it. Till next time. Bye-bye.